This is Digitized Transmission Radio. We've tailored this podcast to be the interview only. If you would like to listen to the full show, please head over to mixcloud.com forward slash digitize MCR. So this week I'm chatting with Wibble. He's been tearing up the festival scene for years now, as well as tours in Canada and Australia. He's a firm favourite, and every time we've booked him, he's absolutely smashed it. When we get back to events, I'm pretty sure we will be booking him again. He has a unique, fun style and makes some incredible remixes and bootlegs. Me and Dave have said before that we could easily just play full sets of his tunes. We had a chat around production and his approach to making music, his past gigs, his favourite gigs and what he's got coming up over the next couple of months, as well as being featured on a BMW advert under his alias. Uh, This chat's about half an hour long and then he's going to be heading into the mix for us, so stay tuned. How are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Can't complain. Yeah? Yeah, just getting back into the swing of production at the moment, actually, which is nice. After yeah, you've, uh, you've just moved house, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was stressful. That never move house in the middle of festival season. That was a that was a big mistake, but but it's really nice though. I, I've seen you going down to the beach and whatnot. That must be so nice to have that on the doorstep now. Yeah, pretty jammy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so you're resetting the studio back up at the minute. Yeah, I've sort of. Um, I mean, it's. It's as good as it's going to get for now. Basically, I've got a mattress and some foam in the corner. Um, <laughs> and it's, sort of, it's sort of doing the job. I, you know you know, when you sort of learn your room and you, you sort of... Um, it's not the most ideal thing. I have to sort of like get off my chair and go in the corner to listen to where the bass is coming from. But I've sort of figured it out. I sort of know like where the bass sounds good and stuff. It's, it, we'll get there. I, I just love that in your poorly treated room with you wandering around to get good bits of sound you'll probably make better music than i ever will stop it it, you (laughs) (laughs) it's disheartening a little bit but also you're just very very talented so i'm not surprised ah you gotta stop it i don't don't respond for answer compliments (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah you should sorry (laughs) (laughs) way better so big question on everyone's mind and i'm I'm pretty sure you're not going to tell us the answer but i've got to ask is it WBBL or Wibble <laughs> or Wobble. Uh, <laughs> you know it's a really lame answer because I always just say it's whatever you want it to be. You know, you use your <laughs> imagination. Sometimes I just uh, I just go it's. Blah, 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 blah. Um, it re- <laughs> I really chose a, a terrible name to be honest because I mean you, you know there's the women's British basketball league and uh, so w- women's women's big bash league I think in New Zealand like they all started after me but they've rendered me completely ungoogleable which is really annoying. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to go. Right, what am I going to do? I, can't, I haven't got a leg to stand on. I'm not going to sue someone like that. They're, they're an organisation. I'm just <laughs> someone who crouches in the corner to listen to my music. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's whatever you want, I guess. Wobble, wabble, wibble, wobble. Yeah. All the vowels, Good. get them in there. Any place you want. Wibble. Still, still no clearer. I, I, I think <laughs> I prefer wibble. Yeah, wibble's good. Um, wibble's good. Wibble's good. Okay, good, good, good. We just touched on you resetting up your studio. Um, and just because you are a fantastic producer, I'm pretty sure people will want me to ask about you making music. How do you approach making music? Uh, usually I get up in the morning, um, I open up Cubase and then just scream internally for <laughs> about five hours until something sounds good. Um, 
<laughs> that's actually not far off the truth to be honest it's uh i don't I, this is going to this is going to be really disappointing but i just i don't know if i have any answer that's going to be satisfying it's it really is just about sitting there with an idea maybe you have an idea in your head you go in that idea doesn't work you spend hours and hours trying to get it to work and then maybe something different will come out that actually sounds kind of cool and, and yeah. you just run with that because I, I i love when you you watch some of these producer breakdowns and whatnot um it's like, so in this session, I decided I'd just make a hundred kick drums. It's like, <laughs> who, who, am I a musician? Because I never want to make a hundred <laughs> kick drums. I just want to find a sample really quickly that kind of works. Yeah. So it, it's quite, it's quite nice to hear that. Um, yeah, you, you, you aren't this superhuman music producer. No, far from it. I, everyone is just stumbling around until it sounds good. And yeah, it, it's refreshing honesty. I think there are those people that can, I mean, I think it's the people that have actually like taken time to study uh, production and have got better with it over the years. I still feel I'm just sort of, sh- you know, throwing shit at the wall, kicking around in the dark a little bit. I feel like I sh- at this point, I probably should know a load more tips. Um, <laughs> just, I'm at, I think the secret is I'm just terrible and I, I spend enough time until it sounds good, you know? Yeah. Um, but, um, there, there are like, there are days where I have gone in and I've made like, I don't know, and patches or something or have done kick drums and stuff but then i never usually end up using them you know I sort of this will just sit around doing nothing and but it's, it's nice to flex that kind of uh that skill every now and again i guess yeah, yeah for sure because it's funny you say you don't use your own patches that you're making because i think probably in everything i've done recently a wibble of patch will appear somewhere in some form I definitely do use them. That's nice of you to say as well, but I definitely do use them, but they're usually the ones that I, like I won't use the one that I've pre-made out of nowhere. Like if I'm making okay. a tune and I'll, 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 the patch will come naturally out of where, what sounds good where and stuff, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So in terms of Simpson stuff that you're digging at the minute, where, 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 where are you take where, where are you at the minute with them? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's Serum. It's a, a little bit massive still. A uh, little yeah. bit of little bit of vital. Um, those are the three main ones actually. I've, I've started using massive a bit more again recently, just to get those kind of like gnarly baseline UK baseline kind of sounds because the filters are, on like the resonance on those filters just have that little edge that Serum doesn't seem to have. I think it sounds worse, but that sounds better for that kind of music. Um, uh, yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. I think Serum can be quite clean and vital for me. Yeah, vital's very clean. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, no, I just kind of want you to fuck it up a bit more. Yeah, actually. yeah. sometimes fucking it up is the, the way forward. But yeah, re- really just serum. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's where I go. That's, that's probably my first port of call when I open up, a, open up a tune, just whack open a serum, see how that goes. I'm going to kind of maybe move us away from production then. So in, I, I, I will leave it as if you had a top tip for any people starting out on their production journeys, what advice would you give them? It's time, I think. It really is just having that time. You've set yourself... I mean, it's easy for me to say because this is my job. You know, I do, I do this. I have the time to do it. But set yourself a lot of time to get things wrong. Just hours and hours of, of doing something until it sounds good. Otherwise, if you're rushing something, it's never going to be the best it can be, really. Yeah. Yeah, and just... just, um, just try and have fun <laughs> it really it really is just having the time like i'm in a lucky position like and i have been for a while to be able to have the time to do it like it's my nine to five really um yeah 
time, time heals all and make bangers, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> okay, so you touched on festival season, which is coming to an end. And I think for me personally, I think I lean towards club season a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But are you club season, festival season, man? Oh, that's a hard question, actually. I think I prefer festival season. I don't know. I don't know. It's really hard to say because... Uh... Like, just coming out of festival season plus moving house during festival season was really stressful, so... It does get it does get a bit, um... Again, I keep saying this to people, like, because it sounds like I'm whining all the time, like, oh, I've got to be at another festival. But it is it's really fun. But once you've done, like, eight or nine in a row, it does the shine does come off it a little bit. But yeah. that's, that's very DJs complaining, really. Um, it's I think I think I prefer them to clubs just because uh, it's like the, the seeing... Seeing everyone you know there, having a nice group of friends that you can just make it go a bit stupid with, you know. Where where have you been this year, festival wise? What what's kind of is there a highlight or do they just all merge into one? I think Boomtown was actually the highlight this year. That's the one was that it? I keep keep thinking back to. Um, for some reason, I took eight sets on. I, I don't was it eight or nine? I think I did eight in the end, which um is probably a bit too many. But um, um, it was only my second Boomtown, actually. Um, was it? Yeah. I went, last time was like 2017 or something. And at that time I did like five. And, and I was like, maybe that's just how you're supposed to do Boomtown. But everyone else was like, I'm only doing two. And that sounds like a way more fun thing to do. Because <laughs> you're sort of like running around going from one place to the other. But it was um, it did get me to go across site and see different places and stuff. Um, the Inconvenience Store was a really good one, actually. And just one of those silly venues where um, you're playing the most horrible drum and bass ever and someone's eating an onion in front of you, raw, like, <laughs> like crazy stuff. <laughs> really, really fun. Um, um, God, it was just it was just really fun for the, that whole time. Like uh, the Engine House, I did two sets, two half-hour sets there, and it was really good. It's a weird, weird one, that one, because uh, you're on the DJ booth to the side of the stage because it's like a stage with bands, and no one knows that you're there, so everyone's like... <laughs> like pointing towards the stage going like where's this fucking DJ just having the best time <laughs> and they just sort of stay like hello um, yeah that, that was uh, that was a really good one I really liked that um, uh, Shindig was also really good that's always really good Far um, uh, Funk's Church of Love I believe absolutely yeah that's where the vibes are that whole weekend yeah I, I think I, I kind of just wish Will would put that in a field somewhere and invite <laughs> 200 people and call we've it been, done yeah we've been trying to persuade Persuade Aiden and Will to uh, to sort that out, but it's easier said than done, isn't it? Yeah, um, a lot easier said than done. It is not easy at mm. all. And I, I say this all the time, but anyone who can still do events at the minute and do them well and whatnot, mm. I just take my hats off to them. It is so so stressful. Yeah, it's um, a crazy time. I've I've uh, never. I think I've put on a show twice. One of them made money, then the next one didn't make money, and I was like, this isn't for me. Uh, <laughs> promoting is just such a gamble isn't it and it, like, it even, completely is it is an absolute gamble like yeah. it is it is insane yeah definitely not for me in terms of moving into club season have you got any gigs lined up that you're really looking forward to yeah actually there is i'm doing the uh because i'm doing the stanton warriors session at e1 oh um, yeah in london which apparently is a really good club i've never been there before um, that that lineup is stacked. Like I think every big breaks name you could think of is on that lineup. Um, there's also I think we're in the third room. Slamboree pl- uh, program it. Yeah, it's just going to be massive fun. And uh, so that's Halloween weekend, which is a twenty eighth. 
I think it's the twenty. Is it twenty seventh? I should probably know this. It's one I of the days. I think it's the twenty eighth of October. I'm, yeah. I'm very tempted to go down for that. Um, yeah, it should be a really good one. Uh, and then the day after, there's uh, the Tribe Frog Halloween, which um, we always do with Thick Boy Records take over there every year. And that's always an absolute blast. Like, so those are the two I'm really looking forward to. Oh, and also, yeah, no, there's another one. Um, me and Extra Median going back to back at Who's Nanny for the last ever Swing and Bass. Uh, which, of course. Which that's be good. soon, isn't it? That's really soon. 7th of October, I think that is. So there's, there's a whole section of the podcast that you have inspired. Um, and it talk, it, it's from you posting on social media candidly and talking about having bad gigs. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and cool, yeah. I, ju- I just don't think DJs do it because obviously we don't because we're yeah. meant to be having an amazing time all the time. And if we're not, heaven forbid, then we've fallen off the bandwagon and we should be shot and put down. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way social media works though, isn't it? In in terms of, uh, of everything, like you don't, no one, even if, it's not your career. No one posts themselves having a sad time on social yeah. media because you, you've got to put yourself up there. But then, yeah, doubly so if it is your career. You you want promoters or or your fans to see you having the smashingest time, just like killing it every single drop. Like every every drop, everyone's like, Fuck! but it, it, it's not really like that in reality, is it? Um, no. Um, so I am asking everyone what what has been kind of your worst gig for for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> Um, wow, there's so many to choose from though. <laughs> 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 the only one that recently is the one that I put in that video, actually. It was a different kind of festival for what we usually do. It's kind of not really a music festival, it's kind of a festival where people show off their caravans and, and yeah. campers, and then there just happens to be music there. Um, like everyone takes their camping chairs and sits in front of the stage and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I was, um, I was playing for basically 16 hours over the whole weekend, I think. Oh. I, know that, I know the job is like you know you're in between bands. No one, uh, no one's really like there to see you as a DJ. Yeah, uh, um, <laughs> but like uh, I wasn't on the lineup either. So there was a couple of days where I was like starting the stage at like midday, and that wasn't on the lineup at all. So I'm just playing to know. There was a point where I was playing to someone cutting the grass. Like it was, <laughs> it was <laughs> really strange. Like I said, that's the nature of the gig. You know, you're it's not you're not the headliner. You're not doing that stuff but it was so disheartening when uh like um you're like doing some of the best DJs, some of the best transitions you've ever done like i'm i'm scratching in hot stepper over like shackles and stuff it was like like i, I don't i don't even scratch usually and i was just having the best time but then you look up and there's like two people there and it's like not digging it, it. <laughs> does that mean though in a way as, as well though kind of trying to see the positive in it like you know it, it gets to a point where you're just relaxed because yeah, maybe no one is listening. So then you've actually ended up having fun and doing things you don't normally do as well. No, that's totally it. That's the positive I did take from it as well. Because uh, I was definitely doing some stuff I would never usually do. I was, like I did a two and a half hour disco set, and I've, I played disco before, but it was so so good just to sort of like flex. It was basically like a practice, you know, just yeah, <laughs> like flexing those um, you know, those uh, slightly more challenging beat matching things, and like you know then. Yeah, I, I did enjoy it <laughs> for a while. It did. It did seem a bit like hard work after a while, but uh, yeah, it was a it was a very strange one. But the, the festival in general, like you know, it was um it was fun. I think. Yeah. So then, obviously, if we're talking about worst gigs, it's only fair to talk about best gigs. We've touched on Boomtown already. It, it, I guess that might be in recent time, but like, is a is there a firm Wibble favorite over the years? 
That's a that's a tough question actually because there's been a lot of good ones as well. Yeah. Um, or like a particular club where you always have a good time. Cough digitized Manchester. One. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that was the uh, best gig. Um, wasn't thinking that because so obviously in another league. So, um, I'm just I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think recently because um, I mean there's there's so many things like Champala and Canada like Fractal Forest is always really good fun. I yeah. think I think recently my favourite. Actually, my favourite this year was definitely the um, Church of Love uh, set I did at Shindig. Just because yeah. um, it was all about the people there as well, you know. It was like, I don't know, what was it, like 9pm, so the sun's starting to go down or something. Like, there's a uh, quite a big crowd, like all of your friends around, like Johnny from Too Good just going mental in, in, the, in the booth whenever you drop anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, just, uh, it just puts you in a really good mood and like, I was nervous beforehand because uh, I think like 75% of that set was like completely new or like loads of new stuff that I've never played out before um, like loads of transitions I'd never done it was just like uh, and then just getting up there and doing it was fucking great having that support from all those people as well um, just just a lovely old time really enjoyed that I, th- I think that is like one of the loveliest things about that stage I, I you know, purely from a punter's point of view of it, I never see DJs having the time that they're having when they're playing on that stage. And it just gives you so much yeah. energy. It, oh, it is just an absolute vibe up there. It is a blast, isn't it? It really really helps just like all of the effort that goes into that, that stage being fun all the time, like all the performers and all the different themes and stuff. Like we did a beach party thing yeah. for that one. And that made it that made it even better as well, just like, seeing all these beach balls flying around whilst you're playing. It's like, it looks pretty cool. It was, yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed that. I'm going to throw you a bit of a curveball, if that's okay. Go ahead. I remember seeing a little bit of time ago, someone may have done some music for an official BMW advert for Glastonbury. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I believe that was under an alias that, once again, I can't pronounce. (laughs) Yeah, I know how to pick them, right? It's junk. Well, it's like junk with a Q, although I'm going to have to change that name because it turns out there is someone else with that exact name, I think, started before me. So yeah, I'm really bad at picking names. Um, well, you've got ChatGBT now, so maybe... We, maybe... <laughs> yeah, what am, I, yeah, what am I playing at? Just get, him, get them to uh, smash out a few names. DJ ChatGPT. <laughs> but yeah, the, the junk alias. Um, I, I do listen to some of that stuff. And seeing it on, it was junk on the Glaster advert, wasn't it? It was, yeah, yeah. Are you are you still making stuff under that? Does it all just kind of start as a wibble track, and then you think actually no, it suits this alias more? Is there any more aliases we don't know about? <laughs> no, these are the only two. So I put out an album of that kind of stuff. It's all like sort of more down tempo or a bit like kind of um, bonobo esque yeah. kind of stuff. Um, Ninja tune kind of stuff, and uh, it kind of it's kind of stuff I started making, like even before I started making this kind of stuff, and I just never really got to a point um, for ages that I had tunes like you know I'd make a tune, and then like a a month later I'd be like, actually it's not very good, and then it came to like a couple of years ago, and I was like, I've actually got ten tunes that I really like of this kind of stuff, so I whack out an album, and I did that again. Uh, was it this year or last year? I can't remember. It might have been might have been last year. Um, Maybe I it think, was early this year. I think I March know. this year. Was it this year? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I'm just really proud of that stuff because it's very different. It's a bit more like emotive. It's the kind of stuff that I make on a come down, you know, when you can't really make. Uh, High like, energy. 
funky beat station. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really got any more in the bank at the moment. I've started a couple of things of like that, but, um, you know, since moving and like, I've only really in the last couple of weeks sort of the studio yeah. out, but I'm, I'm not going to stop doing it. Um, I really like that kind of stuff. So how did the Glastonbury advert come about? Oh, it's a super boring answer. It's who you know, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I tell you what, actually it was, it was someone, so I did, did know them already, but they heard the album and really, really liked it. And they were working with, um, that that BMW and they were like they were looking yeah. at music and so I sent them a couple of things and they were like yeah we're going to use it so uh, I, yeah, I did cool. see that and I was just like holy shit Joe's massive now <laughs> you're a real artist now <laughs> I'm very grateful for the uh, for the usage of that song coming on to some of your more silly edits I'll call them um, I believe they all have a little home and it is called the Wub Hub. <laughs> yeah, the Wub Hub, yeah. Do you want to talk us through the Wub Hub and just as a side note for anyone who is not subscribed to the Wub Hub, it is a personal recommendation that you go and do it. Um, yeah, thank you, mate. Um, it's just my Patreon. Um, that's where you can get... I've basically pivoted into putting most of my stuff on Patreon now and it's really difficult to make. Uh, a living out of music and Patreon has been a complete game changer so I'm very grateful to everyone that's subscribed to it it's basically I put out three tunes a month on there plus loads of like patches and drum hits and stems um, like just loads of stuff edits and things um, and yeah it's just been a it's been nice nice little community growing over there um, and it'd be lovely if you could join <laughs> I will be putting links uh, in the description so please do go and check out Joe's Wubhub in terms of your DJing just to circle back what don't you get to play out what do you wish you could play more of uh, weirdly I kind of just play whatever I want it's not really anything that I wouldn't crowbar into my set normally like I mean at, at Church of Love this year I dropped the Grease soundtrack into the Coral which uh, which is like I don't know like it was quite a brave move for a dance floor <laughs> But, uh, but I think it worked, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, if I can just crowbar anything in a wheel, there's not there's not a lot of things. That, um, I'm pretty shameless, yeah. to be honest. Okay. Okay. I've got a couple of questions left. The big one that I am asking every DJ: What is your favourite memory of Mr. Happy? <laughs> there's so many to choose. Um, God, this is this is a tough one. I wasn't expecting so many tough questions here. Um, you're gonna to have to give me a minute to think genuinely. I'm gonna so I'm many. gonna make it even tougher for you as well because uh, Quack Tactics episode has just aired today, and you mm. are, you yeah. and Will are actually his favourite memory of Mr. Happy uh, a swinger midget going back to back, <laughs> just rinsing edits of Mr. Happy. <laughs> Do you know what I think that, that would be my memory as well? It's already been think... claimed. It's already been claimed. <laughs> so I can't have that one. No, you can if you want it. <laughs> I did quite like um, this year, again, to bring up Church of yeah. Love again. Um, uh, Johnny from Too Good headlined the Friday and he ended his set with uh, Mr. Happy Bootleg. And then I ended my set with Mr. Happy Bootleg on the Saturday. And then Will let the whole team down by not doing it on the Sunday. It's disappointing. What a prick. I, I'm not going to repeat them words. I, that is not my opinion of Will. <laughs> it is a great tune. and I don't know if it's great, is it? Is it great? <laughs> I mean, it is great, it is. isn't it? It is. Is it? It is. I don't know. <laughs> I think I think it is, but I think if you unironically drop it, it's a bit like playing Wonderwall at a party, isn't it? 
I see. I, I'd say I unironically drop it quite a lot, and it's it still gets one of the biggest reactions. Yeah, of, of course it does. But you know, maybe that's just because I'm a bad DJ. No, but, no, 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 um, no. That does not make you a bad DJ. Um, there's, but the, the, I mean, it, for me, it's always got to be towards the end of the set, least expected, mm. and the the perfect placement of a little Mister Happy. It it never fails to just rinse an audience. No, I, I, do, I do get you. I mean, yeah, just uh, for me, I, f- I find if I see another DJ doing it, <laughs> I feel like I've got ownership <laughs> over it for some like really unearned ownership. If I see another DJ, like a big DJ doing it, like, like Andy C at Boomtown dropped it, and like Andy C, come on, like you, you could do better than that. Surely you could. Like, there's a there's a myriad of tunes that you could play that that would get you a bigger or same reaction than Mr. Happy. Seems a bit easy, maybe. Yeah. Um, I, I, I understand your criticism, but <laughs> it's just Mr. Happy, isn't it? Hey, I'm not saying you can't play it. I'm not saying that at all. But like I said, it's like getting a guitar out at a party and singing Wonderwall. Like, it, it'll, it'll get a reaction, but also like, it's, it's pretty yeah, obvious. It, it, I guess so, yeah. I guess so. Um, so, question from a previous guest. What is the silliest thing you have received on your rider? Oh, uh, I've I've got a silly hat on my rider, which no one ever really really does. Did you do do a silly hat when I played for you? I think we did. Yeah, I think you might have. I can't remember what it was though. No, I think Dave organised it. Yeah, um, can't have been that silly because I can't remember it. I know. <laughs> sorry, we'll we'll try better. Yeah, do better next time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, no, the thing is, the fact that you got a hat at all is amazing because no one usually does that. But um, when people do, it's been good. I think um, I was playing at the Party in Your Pants um, in London, and they got me one of those hats that's got like Velcro on it, and you can throw balls. Uh, <laughs> Which uh, which was really fun until st- like people were, like throwing balls and they were like bouncing off and like hitting into faders onto onto the mixer and just like dropping oh. a tune out halfway through. It's like, oh, ah, dear. oh dear, oh dear, hat, the hat's too silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, that's so, yeah. the silliest thing, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So we, we next time we book you, we need to come. You need up to with... up the ante on the silly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. Um, so this is. Oh, I need to ask you for a question for another guest. Okay, is, is, do I know who the guest is? Or Oh no, it's, it, it's completely random. And it's completely random. Everything is recorded out of sequence, so when oh, I ask okay. these questions on the podcast, they, they'll never follow up, so I'm just making it like a little treasure trail for someone to go and work out which order I recorded people in. Okay, um, how about, uh, how did you write Mr. Happy? I'm, ass- <laughs> I'm assuming it's going to be DJ Hazard. That you're, yeah, um, I, I mean, I'd love that, but... Um, okay, so I can do a better one. What would you rather have, a piano for hands or a guitar mouth? Perfect. Perfect. Perfect is doing a lot of heavy lifting there. But. And then finally, this is a guest mix series. Um, what can we expect to hear in your mix? Well, I don't know yet, because <laughs> I haven't made it. <laughs> Same as um, all the other DJs. Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, what can you expect? Um, uh, silly. Um, bass uh some drums in there maybe some vocals um there will be at least one tune beat matched fine um yeah and the the rest of them well i'm I'm not sure but we'll we'll see you just uh, find out with me it's a surprise (laughs) amazing um thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to chat with me 
Absolutely um, no worries. I hope you've had a blast. I it's have. been an absolute pleasure, yeah. Thanks for having me on, dude. No problem. Um, so yeah, the next sounds you will hear will be Joe in the mix, and we will be back in two weeks for another guest. If you would like to hear the guest mix that we've just been talking about, please head over to mixcloud.com forward slash digitize MCR.